on this episode of the Grown Life Podcast. And so as we have bad days, remember to combat, combat that with prayer. Pray, Lord, help me with my attitude. Second, combat it with scripture. Find scriptures that help you through your bad days. And lastly, be grateful, y'all. Be grateful. What's up, y'all? It's Steven here again with another episode of the Grown Life Podcast, where the purpose of this podcast is to provide motivation to grow through life, love, and everything in between. Grown for me is an acronym that stands for keep God first, renew your mind, operate in your purpose, win, and never forget God in your win. So welcome, welcome, welcome to the Grown Life Podcast. And before we even get started, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, God, I just thank you and praise you for who you are. I thank you for your grace, mercy, kindness, and your understanding. God, I pray that you would be seen in this and not me. I pray that you would give us understanding, guidance, and the words to speak. God, I'm also praying for motivation, encouragement, and empowerment for those seeking your purpose in their lives. All of these things we're asking in your name, Jesus. Amen. All right, guys, so today's podcast is brought to you by Purpose in Word. Are you looking to grow in your walk with Christ? Are you looking to grow an understanding of the word? Are you looking to unveil the purpose God is working in you? Well, Purpose in Word E-Club is for you. Jason Rutherford, CEO of Purpose in Word, helps you dive deep into the word and unveil some of God's plans he has for you. This e-club is not just about teaching, but also community. With this e-club, you will get effective tools and resources to grow, a community of encouragement and accountability, and informative Bible classes on the gospel. Join the Purpose in Word e-club today and begin to dive deeper into your purpose revealed in God's word. All right, y'all. So today's topic, we are talking about bad day, meet Jesus. Whoo. So for me, I'm not going to sit here and lie to y'all. I don't I don't have too many bad days. But when I do have bad days, they do kind of hit me out of nowhere. And I really started to think like, yo, is something wrong with me? Like, is there a problem? Am I tripping? And I realized that sometimes we just have bad days. But it's truly about how we deal with our bad days that make a difference. Hence why this episode is called Bad Days Meet Jesus. So quick story. Um, when I was a kid, I hated to disappoint people. I hated to um, I hated to be the disappointment. I hated to uh, be that. And so as I grew up, I was always a jovial, chipper, happy child. And it was so much so that I was annoying to my parents, annoying to my mom and my dad a lot. And they'd be like, son, you just, you just happy. There's nothing wrong with that. With a lot of that happiness, I was also uh, very, very naive. And so I grew up and, and learning with friends. I realized at a very, um, well, I can say teenage age, I learned that when I wasn't happy, I, I learned I can control I controlled a lot of the energy around me, right? I control like the room. Essentially, when I was happy, a lot of people around would be happy. And if they, if I wasn't, they would be looking to me to generate that energy. They'd be looking to me to generate the, um, that joy in the room. 
And so it was very, very apparent when I was having a bad day because it's almost like the entire room was depending on me to be joyous and chipper along that. But it wasn't like that all the time. It was just I, I have moments. And what I had to learn is I learned how to deal with my bad days, understanding like, hey, this is just a bad day. This is what I deal with. I understand this is a bad day. That's okay. It's not it doesn't last long. It's just a day. It's one day. Get bad day probably once a quarter. And I realized there are so many other people in the world, in the Bible, that have had bad days. And I think about the story of Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. And this is really where, where Mary and Martha dealt with their bad day with Jesus. And I I'll, I'll I'll make sure that in the in the uh in the notes of this there, there's the uh the passage. But essentially I'm paraphrasing the story and the story kind of goes like this well uh Lazarus was dead and he was about to die and Mary and Martha sent for Jesus cuz they had been with Jesus ministry they knew Jesus they're like look you love Lazarus. Come help him if you get here in time he won't die. Jesus waits two more days. Lazarus dies. Jesus still goes to see Mary and Martha after Lazarus dies. And and they literally, they lay their problems at his feet. They're like, God, if you, Jesus, if you were just here. How, and it was almost like I, I heard it in the way of, Jesus, if you was here, he wouldn't have died. This is your fault that he's dead. You know you could have treated him. You know you could have saved him from dying. Why would you? How could you? What was more important than this? How was how my bad day not important to you? And I think that it's okay to be honest with God in that way. He can handle it. And Jesus understood that moment was more than just Saving a man from the dead, it was to show his powers, to show that God was truly with him. It was a, it was used in scriptures for a reason. And so even on this bad day, they he had died and they buried him. And Jesus was like, look, take me to the tomb. I got it. Don't like take me, take me there. And they're like, look, is the body gonna stink now? Is is the body's gonna stink? It's been in there. And Jesus like, take me. And so then that's where we hear about Jesus raising Lazarus from the dead. And so many times we see that we have a day that can turn into two days, turn into three days, four days, or whatever. But Jesus can resurrect our bad days and turn them into good days. And here are three practical steps in making that happen, right? And in, 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 in stepping toward that, turning your bad day into a good day. So the first thing is pray that the Lord will help you with your attitude. So many times my bad days, honestly, are caused by me not being grateful for what I have. It's like I get down because I'm not where I need to be. It's not where I'm going. I was like, yo, I feel like I'm, I have, I've missed the mark. 
I'm I'm beating myself up in a lot of ways, but more so like some days I just don't feel it. Like it's like, man, like it just ain't it. It's not worth it. Am I really supposed to be doing this? You have those moments. But then on the flip side of that, you realize that a lot of it stems from pride. Thinking that it's all about you and an ungrateful attitude. So the first thing that I do, because I know when I have a, a bad attitude and my day is going bad, I know that I'm not the most pleasant person to be around. I truly pray, God, help me with my attitude. Help me with my attitude toward my wife. Help me with my attitude toward people that are around me. And nine times out of ten, it'll be people that you really don't like speaking to you on your bad day. And I realize that we can control our attitude and how we respond. Mary and Martha sought out the Lord before Lazarus died. And they were related with him and they still went to him even when Lazarus has died. And I think in these times, it's like, Lord, I need you to give us the strength to respond lovingly, not out of our flesh or our attitude. God, Jesus can handle our, our attitude. He can handle that. But we have to remember to when we're, we're speaking to him, we have to remember to be grateful and, and not only pour out your heart to him in that way, but also ask him to help you with your attitude. Help you with the ungrateful spirit that you have helpful. Ask him to help you with with that. Also, help ask him for help in responding to others. Like I was saying, responding lovingly. I found it so very difficult to respond to the Lord, the person, creator of heaven and earth, lovingly when I'm having a bad day. So how much worse is it for my wife or for the people that I work with, etc.? Like I know my mood changes. I know... I'm not the the happiest or chipperest person to be around. And I know my attitude just stinks, but I'm learning that it does not have to be that way. When you look at what you are grateful for and be like, God, I need your help because I know that you can fix my attitude. And I'm just grateful for the things that you have done instead of looking at things you don't. It makes a difference. Your, your bad day isn't as bad anymore. Some people didn't even get a chance to wake up this morning. Some people don't have the use of their limbs. Some people wish they could make the money that you make. Some people wish they could be in a position where you're in. They, they wish they could be where you are. The second thing is scripture. Two verses that I have to remember when I have a bad day or a bad attitude is, 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 is one be kind and compassionate one to another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ, God forgave you. And that's Ephesians 4.32, the first verse. That just reminds me, hey, when you have a bad attitude, be kind and compassionate one to another. Remember what it's like for someone else to have a bad day. Even when you don't feel like it and you don't feel like people understand your bad day, understand your attitude or why you like this or whatever. Remember how it feels on the flip side. Remember to be kind and compassionate always. It didn't say just be kind and compassionate sometimes. It said be kind and compassionate, period. Ephesians 4.29 says, Do not have any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs so it may benefit those who listen. Another phrase talking about 
it didn't say when you have a good day or, or it didn't exclude the bad days. It said even in your bad days is implying that even in your bad days, we need to have no unwholesome talk come out of our mouth, but only what is helpful for building others up. Do you know how easy it is when you're having a bad day to cut somebody else down? Do you know how easy it is to be flippant of the mouth because you're you're upset or you're angry? You feel like you want to talk back? But does what you're saying benefit those who are listening? I fully agree with complete honesty and transparency. Um, I understand telling it like it is and telling how you feel. But also remember um, that we should be building others up as we speak. And then the last thing, and I, I said it in the beginning, but be grateful. Be thankful for what God has done for you. Be thankful that he has brought you from where he has brought you from. He's taking you to where he's taking you to. He has given you the use of your limbs. You're able to breathe. You're able to think. All of these things that we take for granted on those bad days are like, bro, God don't really care, man. Like, dang, bro, I just don't feel like doing this, bro. Like, why you got me going through this? Or why, why do I got to do this? And a lot of times we forget that it is not a... It is not, it's a calling, yes, but it is a privilege to be able to do what we do. To be able to live in the purpose that God has for our lives. And so as we have bad days, remember to combat combat that with prayer. Pray, Lord, help me with my attitude. Second, combat it with scripture. Find scriptures that help you through your bad days. Job, a whole book of Job. A whole book of Job. Talks about literally Job having bad years. And it comes down to the Lord told him, look, man, man up. Job 38. Go look it up. I think 38, 4 or 5, 102. Man up. Gird up your loins. Man up. Just because you have a bad day, it doesn't give you the right to do evil or to sin. And lastly, be grateful y'all be grateful and that that's our 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 topic today i just want to just encourage you all man when you're having a bad day combat your bad day with jesus and so now i have the pleasure of turning this over to my lovely wife and here is autumn with the turn of a season hey everybody welcome back to the turn of a season Um, Today, we'll be coming from Ecclesiastes 3, verses 1 through 8. There's a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance a time to scatter scatter stones and a time to gather them, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to search and a time to give up, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to mend, a time to be silent and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. And for me, this scripture is actually one of my favorite scriptures in the Bible, um, favorite favorite passages in the Bible, rather. 
um, because it talks about just like this, just like the segment is called those turns in the season, right? It talks about how, like, and people always say there's a is a time and a place for everything, and a reason and a season for everything. And even as simple as a time to embrace and time to refrain from embracing, it kind of reminds me of the times we're in right now with COVID. Who would have known that we wouldn't be able to hug our grandmothers or, um, you know, shake hands when you go to church, when you're doing the um, right hand of fellowship? You know what I'm saying? So for me, this passage holds true in so many different ways, whether it be society, um, in marriage or in relationships. Uh, a time to like when it's a time to speak and a time to be quiet I have to learn that as a wife um, a new wife especially like Autumn do you really need to say that is that gonna are you gonna be able to portray what you're trying to say in the right way is it the right time to say that doesn't just because you need to say it doesn't mean it needs to be said in that time Um, I learned that in work you know right now work is in a weird place where you we used to travel regularly well now uh every every week travel schedule has turned into working remote for over a year like we won't be we won't be traveling again at my company until at least july 2021 so again time place reason in the season and this just is this scripture is the epitome of um the turn of seasons and what doing what god has called us to do in those moments and understanding that there's a reason for it all. And that's it. Thank you, Steven. Wow. Wasn't that great? Y'all that was, that was great. I'm so glad that that God put it in my life. And also that God led her to this podcast to be on the podcast to do her segments. Cause I know uh, y'all be tired of hearing me talk, but more importantly, she has such great words to give. Now we're moving into our Be Thankful time. I know we just talked about being grateful when you're having bad days, man. I ain't going to lie to you. Today wasn't a bad day for me, but um, I have had some bad days in the past couple of weeks. And the first thing I had to do was be thankful. And I realized that I am thankful for you all. I, I can't even. I'm thankful for my wife. I'm thankful for my baby. I love her. The dove. And I am thankful for her. I'm thankful for the motivation that she gives, that God gives through her. But I'm also thankful for the motivation that God gives through you all, through having a a grown folks family, if you will, grown folks that will pray for each other, that will will push you to a purpose and remembering that it's not about you. There are people that need to hear words of encouragement. There are people that need to hear and need to see what, what God's purpose is in your life. They need to see that. And so I'm thankful for you all for living in that purpose. And if I didn't love you, I wouldn't pray for you. So let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, God, we just thank you and praise you for who you are. God, we're thanking you for the grown folks in this grown life family. God, we thank you for just allowing them to be grateful, God. We thank you for pushing them in a way that only you can. We thank you for opening doors in only a way that you can. God, we thank you for just love, grace, mercy, kindness that only you bestow. And even when we don't deserve it, you give it to us, God. Thank you for the many businesses that are sprouting up and starting. Thank you for the seeds that have been sown. Thank you for the the punishments that you've given us so that way we can correct, course correct, and, and learn from our mistakes, God. Thank you for a lot of the no's that you have given us that prevented us from doing something stupid, God. Thank you for motivation, encouragement, and empowerment. 
God, and we're asking you to give that motivation, encouragement, and empowerment more abundantly to those seeking your purpose in our lives. I know I need it sometimes too. And God, all of this we do for your glory and to add to your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, y'all. So, hey, that was another episode of the Grown Life Podcast. Uh, please make sure you follow me at IG at s.k.boyer. Please follow my wife, Autumn, at the turn of the season where all of our segment stuff will be on there. And uh, please leave a review. Leave five stars for real, for real, if you will. Leave a review. Share it with somebody you love. And if y'all have any questions, comments, concerns, if you want to get on the podcast, if you have any ideas or want to speak, um, please send that to us at grown, G-R-O-W-N, enterprises, E-N-T-E-R-P-R-I-S-E-S at gmail.com. I got to say it one time before I get up out of here. Always, always, always remember that to what? To live the grown life, you must what? Keep God first. Peace.